hello everybody! I realized that I was rather ballsy in this going live screen. Wait, there we go. Nope, hold up. Almost. There we are. Just had to reposition where people are because, hey, guess what? With Zoom, it's never been easier. I don't have to adjust things on the stream. That's Zoom's tagline, right? It's never been easier? I'm pretty sure it's Zoom's. I think so, yeah. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the newest indoor adventure in Masks the Green Sun Part 9. Today is June 3rd, 2021, and you are loved. That is a very important thing that we like to remind each and every single one of our viewers and listeners at the beginning of, beginning of each and every single one of these games. If this is your first time joining us, you can go to youtube.com slash indoor adventures to check up on all of the VODs of each of the games that we have played up until this point, including full playthroughs of Curse of Strahd, Ghosts of Saltmarsh, Waterdeep Dragon Heist, Tyrant Security, Tomb of Annihilation, and many, many more to come. And in the next set of coming weeks, you can also find the entirety of our Masks the Green Sun game because we don't have very many left until we reach the end of this story. So you can always go and check it out there or you can find us wherever audio casts are made available for free. We are there under the same moniker. And speaking of things that are being made available for free, if you go to patreon.com slash indoor adventures, you can check up on our after show called Knights in the Court Courtyard, where we answer questions not only from each other, but also from the community. So if you have any questions that you would like to ask myself or any of these other fine folk, you can again go to patreon.com slash indoor adventures and listen in on that one. But if you already support us on Patreon, you already support us on YouTube and Twitch and all of those other wonderful places, and you're trying to think to yourself, where can I go to help support this? fantastic show even more guess what buddy i got your back quite literally in fact because if you go to indooradventure.redbubble.com we got t-shirts we got posters we got mugs we got crop tops throw pillows shower curtains aprons and most importantly we also have face masks now in several different styles we call them tia masks because they have the symbol of tiamat done up upon them by our very own cyberwolf 1201 where all of the proceeds of those masks end up going to help support doctors without borders so if you would like to help support a good cause or possibly help support the show you can again go to indooradventure.redbubble.com that is indooradventure no s at the end dot redbubble.com but that is it for my opening spiel so hey kylan who are you playing today sorry i was ship posting in the chat hi everyone i'm kylan kylan in and today i am playing aurora and she is the star we both use she her Yes, it is indeed you, GB. Graybeard, Graybeard Tavern. And today I'll be playing Cody Johnson, or Golden Gauntlet. Um, he is the bull character, and he and I both use he, him. Hi, everyone. My name is Satan, and today I will be playing Luciana, the Reformed, and we both use she, they pronouns. Hey, what's up, everybody? I know you've missed me. It's me, your boy, Reeves underscore bot, also known as Reeves. You can, I'm playing uh, Caleb and Crow, the, the Janus, uh, just as the sweet boy who wants what's best for everyone and, and had, has many challenges. And I am the indoor adventurer, your local voice in the sky. I use he, him pronouns, but as your GM, I am everybody else. So let's get into it. Last time we left off, there were quite a few things, and it's also been a few weeks since we last played, so we're going to do uh, at least like a slightly in-depth uh, recap of the events of last time. So 
Where we had left off, your group had emerged from the ground in front of an auditorium event center uh, where a man in a hot dog cart took a picture of you just being like gobsmacked at these heroes emerging from the very earth themselves. Luciana had arrived as well. Most of you looked incredibly worse for wear, having barely made it out of an a encounter with the villain formerly known as Apex. You also had with you Gravity Girl, a hero that you have... Uh, it, kind of like adopted into your crew she's not really part of the group but god damn it is she lovable and just a real go-getter uh so at that point several of you went to the hospital uh because of grievous wounds that you had suffered uh including luciana and aurora uh as the two of you had taken the brunt of the damage uh it was at that point that aurora you asked damien or not damien uh dimitri to give uh luciana some flowers you know some get well flowers the most goth ones that you could find a set of roses definitely nothing uh remotely uh like uh there there was no tongue-in-cheek there a, that's fine. a very hetero action a very <laughs> super hetero action that's what gals get their pals right yes gal pals get each other flowers and it's it's never been straighter uh and it was at that point that luciana having awoken receiving these flowers said to herself i must also get aurora some flowers again in the straightest way possible uh maybe debatable actually uh at that point luciana you were released from the hospital brought back to your house uh where you ended up all kind of coming together back as the group making sure that everyone was back to safety um at this point, uh, Caleb, you and Cody decided that you were going to try and contact Orb Weaver, uh, the local web-slinging superheroine, uh, to try and figure out uh, exactly kind of what's been going on in the town, or at least like let her know that shit's going a little wild. Uh, and as the two of you were in the Midgrove Industrial Forest doing such a thing, um, back at Luciana's house, um the two girls explained the reasoning as to why they had given each other flowers uh and it was at that point that aurora your phone began to vibrate uh like it had received a push notification and when you had looked at your phone a new phone mind you you had seen that there was a push notification from the midas app which read what song does the caged bird sing and that is where we left off last time that we played. So, Aurora, as you are looking at this, looking at your phone, and you see this message, you see that even though it is a push notification, rather than having the like one through five stars that you're used to seeing, there is a small text entry field. Um, I I think like Aurora's just kind of like gobsmacked. Uh, so she's just kind of, like, staring at her phone, just, like, for, like, a good long while. <laughs> uh, everything okay? Um, okay. So, like, tell me why, with a brand new phone, this shit pops up. And she'll show off the... The Midas message. Huh. Uh, 
it saved it to your cloud and it reinstalled themselves like a creepy ass motherfucking app would? But like, what do I do? What does this mean? Uh, I, I don't know. Give me, give me that phone. Give me the phone. What are you gonna do? I'm gonna reply. What, the, what are you gonna say though? Oh, I was just gonna type back a fuck you. But what if it, like, I don't know, like, self-destructs? <laughs> I feel like the phone itself would have to be a bomb. I think the worst the phone can do is, like, burst up in flames. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I, I think she'll just kind of be like, and, like, give the phone to Luciana and be okay. like... What song do, it says what song does the cage bird sing? That is correct. Mm. And we're not there right now, right? You are not. <laughs> you guys are sit you guys are just getting done sitting in a stoner tree, uh right. talking okay. to local webhead uh orb weaver. Uh, do you want me to do, like, a serious answer to this, or do you want me to just say, fuck you? Well, I don't know, like, Caleb's pretty smart. This might be, like, a reference to something. Maybe he'll, I don't know, no. So you want to wait? Well, here, let me see it, and can I, like, can I do anything else on my phone? Yeah. Or, like, okay, I'm gonna, like, screenshot it. And, like, send it to the group message and be like, Caleb, with too many Bs, what does this mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and we'll say, uh, for the sake of brevity, uh, Caleb, you and Cody have just gotten done talking with Orb Weaver, kind of letting her know, hey, there are more, like, there's some pretty dangerous super-powered folk uh, that are making themselves known in the city. Uh, Orb Weaver can't do anything about it directly but at least it's on her radar now um so we'll say that the two of you have just gotten down out of the tree and then both of you received this message from uh from the group call or from uh, the group text sorry brain trying to start many sentences uh can i get uh orb weaver to give me like a way to contact them in case like Shit's going down. Um, they will give you, they'll give you a phone number. Um, and they say just either call or text. Text preferably. Uh, they always have their ringer on, but either way works. Caleb gives a thumbs up. And then his phone buzzes. Mm -hmm. Oh, that didn't, like, vibrate my whole arm. Weird. Yeah, uh, you didn't dislocate <laughs> a bone with the strength of the vibrate. I, I think uh, I think Cody would, like, pop it up, hit it, and then it, that Midas thing, and he would chuck his phone, like, onto the ground. He thinks it's, uh, like, he has exactly, Midas on his phone. Exactly, now. like, the app had opened or whatever. And then he sees Caleb, like, looking at it, and he's like, oh. 
<laughs> he picks his phone back up and puts it in his pocket. Does uh, Cody have like that life proof case on his phone because he's always throwing it everywhere? <laughs> yeah, it's like oh, the otter yeah, case or whatever. The, it yeah. is. the otter box plus, you know. <laughs> Caleb is like very cautiously holding the phone with both of his hands because it has no no case. So he's like, gotta gotta have full grip. <laughs> And this is the new Firmly phone, grasped. right? Yeah, this is a brand new phone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, does this ring any bells for me? Um, Caleb, you are you are a smart child. You have read many books. You have participated in the ham club uh, for a while now. Um, I would say. Let's see here. If this was D&D, I would say, like, roll an intelligence check, but that's clearly not uh, one of those things. Um, let's see. Looking through the basic moves. I don't think that there's anything here necessarily, so just roll me 2d6 and then add your mundane. You're muted. Oh, you all miss me cackling too then. Uh, I got an eight. Okay, so with an eight, um, you know that while this is not necessarily a literary reference directed towards a specific author, questions like these are posed most often by individuals who are under duress. Uh, or who have been captured and then held against their will, but in a way where they have never been outside. They like an individual will see themselves as a caged bird. Um, in which case, like from your understanding, there are three different options that you can go towards. The song of the caged bird is either a lonely song, it is a song of freedom. Uh, or it is a sad song. Uh, I think Crow is just kind of, like, thinking into the chat. So a lot of this, like, kind of comes out in, like, short little blurbs. You just constantly see, like, Crow is typing, Crow is typing. <laughs> It's that Snapchat uh, notification that's always just someone is typing and never goes away, regardless of if they've stopped typing or not. Uh, so in conclusion, it, it could be a call for help of some kind, but I... You don't know anyone who can only contact you through that app, right? Not that I know of I mean like really off the wall guess it could just be like an employee who has been like forced to work in the basement on this app like 24-7 and like is desperately calling for help by sending random texts out to people but that's a that's a far fetched theory. So what should I say? 
equally bullshitty and mysterious. In the best of times, a song of freedom. Uh, yeah, she'll be like, okay, here goes. And we'll, you know, like copy and paste okay. <laughs> Kayla's message. Yeah. So when you try and put in the full message, um, it does not fit into the text field. But then you see, as it has been pasted in, that the response begins, or the push notification begins to delete letters from the pasted message on its own. Uh, so while at the beginning it says, like, these, uh, like, the song that you would sing is a song of freedom kind of thing, it deletes from the back forward rather than preventing you from entering in until the only word that is left is freedom. And as soon as the only word that is left is freedom, you see that the screen on your phone flashes black and then comes back with an image, but it looks like that it is just like rapid throwing images. And it is going too fast for your phone's processor to go. So you're getting like a quarter of one image, a third of another image all overlaid that are just kind of spamming themselves. And your phone begins to vibrate and is just like going across the table by itself. And then the vibrating stops. The screen goes black. And you see the reboot of your phone seeming having restarted on its own. It goes back to the main screen, and looking at it, you can see that your GPS has been turned on. Turned on or turned off? Turned on. on. And it looks like there is a destination. Uh, what destination is plugged in? Looking into it, it looks like the destination leads you to the Midgrove Industrial Forest. Where are you guys at right now? In the Grove Industrial Forest? Why? Uh, oh no. Cool. It's the only message from Luciana. <laughs> cool. Let's meet up. I just got a... My phone just spazzed out and I just got a ping to go there. Okay, that sounds freaky as all hell. I assume we should assemble costumes. Okay, emoji. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in, Cosplay in, in the park. <laughs> in the meantime, uh, Luciana's actually gonna, uh, instead of texting or emailing, she's gonna call the reporter lady that she had talked to earlier. Okay. And just, uh, and just be like, listen, I don't have time. I emailed you earlier. I need you to know everything that's been going on right now. And I give her all the information. Okay. <laughs> and this is gonna bite me in the butt, probably. Uh, Grandpa's cookies I mean, are hitting you pretty hard on this one. Yeah. Uh, she's going to give her uh, information on like uh, the woman whose name I forgot, the Southern woman. <laughs> Lorraine Windermere. L Lorraine, that one. <laughs> um, 
uh, her alias, what she's been doing, and how she had access to, like, basically steroids for superpower people. And it's been uh, giving them out underage people. And how it's connected to, like, Sedesco somehow. Uh, and Sedesco bought where she's, like, uh, working from this, like, I forgot what it was. McFarlane's. Uh, McFarlane's. Uh, I'm not going to be able to be her assistant, but here's the number. Uh, and she's going to give her a Gravity Girls number. Okay. Uh, she will be your intern. <laughs> so, yeah. She probably didn't even let the poor woman speak. She's like, listen, this is what's going on. I feel like you got the voicemail. And, like, it's just one of those, like, all right, this is everything you need to know. And when she checks her phone later, it's like a nine-minute voicemail. What the hell? <laughs> uh, and then she'll uh, she'll text Gravity Girl and say, like, I got you a job <laughs> if you want to help. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, and I feel like Gravity Girl just, like, sends back, like, a question mark. Um, but then... Um, like, you just say, like, I'll explain later kind of thing. Yeah, I'll just be like, explain later. BRB, about to, maybe about to die, who knows. Okay. Uh, yeah, and Luciana, um, you're still pretty injured. <laughs> pretty in fucked this... up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but all things, cons so all things considered, you will be moving a little bit slower. Um, Can I still drive with broken wrist? Yeah, I mean, okay. It'll hurt. All right. To be fair, let us put a, a disclaimer. You have consumed Jeepaz cookies. You should not be behind the wheel. That is a bad time. Uh, bad examples. You Don't also do what we do. Have, you also have been using painkillers. Not a good time to be behind the wheel. Aurora, on the other hand, has not been doing these things and is indeed safe to drive if she has her license. Aurora, do you know how to drive? I mean, I got my permit a while back. Oh, God. Yeah. We're just going to Uber this one. <laughs> okay. I'm too high for this, and you're not licensed. <laughs> and I'm not letting you into my truck. It's already been through enough. Fair enough. But uh, she'll, uh, they'll call up an Uber uh, or Lyft or one of those services uh, okay. for them. Not sponsored. <laughs> Not sponsored. Uh, so you bring up your Lyft um, and you see that uh, it says that your driver will be on their, uh, is on their way shortly. Uh, it says your driver will be Jerry. Um, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Is there only one driver in this whole city? There's only one driver. Uh, so yeah, after about, uh, it seems that he's actually like in the local area, uh, from where you can see he's coming from the Chinese food place, uh, that you have ordered from. It seems like Jerry has good taste, uh, to say the least, or at least like he might just be like picking food up. We're not going to judge. Um, so he is, uh, he's only about 10 minutes away. He ends up, uh, rolling up with that red Kia, uh, and, or the red Nissan Cube, uh, so that allows you all to, uh, the two of you to hop into the car, into the back, uh, and he chatty as ever, 
Uh, because he recognizes you two from the day previous. He asks, like, he says, like, oh, it's good to see that you're looking a little bit better. Smart of you to take a lift. Uh, like, he's just, like, kind of chatty the whole time, but, like, in a way where it's just like, yep. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. Okay. Yeah, like, you just have to, like, be, like, just give him the, like, yeah, sure, whatever, and he just seems fine to just ramble at you. Um, it is the longest 15-minute car ride uh, that you have had since yesterday, but you eventually make it to the forest. Uh, and as you roll up, Caleb, you and Cody uh, were already in the forest. Uh, are you going to meet them at the, like, are you going to meet up at the edge? Uh, or, Caleb, uh, are you planning on, like, getting in to your costume uh which i believe you did not bring with you so you would just be uh in your standard clothes as you had uh or no you had your gear you did not have your gear because the day previous you ended up using mephistopheles and your other crows to steal it from the inside of cody's car that was in impound so that way you could take it home wash it mm-hmm and then you usually stow it in uh, at the gas station. Did you bring it with you? I think because uh, I can't even remember like why I, or when I left my house. <laughs> were you wearing it when you met with Orb Weaver? No, uh, the two of them no. were not. They because like okay. that was. We were all joking last time because Cody was taking some sweet ab pics of himself and then was just like, hey, Orb Weaver, where are you at? <laughs> Man, I wish I could run to Orb Weaver right now. <laughs> um, I think because he had to launder it uh, and didn't get a specific chance to go by the gas station because he was picked up to, to go over to the house, uh, he would have it on him in his like messenger bag okay yeah checks out uh so i think he would indeed like slip into the woods uh and like start assembling his costume uh after telling cody like i'm gonna i'm gonna get in a costume and then let's like i uh, well you might be a little noisy to scout the area but i can do that Let's let's get to the edge of the forest and then I'll start doing some scouting. And and so whilst Caleb's uh, changing or whatever, Cody's trying to just act casual. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's just standing in the park, kind of like. Yep, you know, like he, I mean, it's the park. Like everyone acts natural, really, by just like standing around, being like, "Ah, yes, this tree <laughs> is beautiful this time of year." I think, and I feel like that's something like Cody would say. Like he would like do like basically like repeat what you've heard Gpa say about like just aspects of the park. Be like, mm, the magnolias. <laughs> oh, uh, earlier though he did when when Caleb uh, typed the message uh, to Aurora. He 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 did go nice tale of two cities reference. <laughs> Just like on the slide, because <laughs> movies, man, he knows movies. You just went over my head because I have a, a, a dispassion against uh, Charles Dickens, <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what reference I made. <laughs> Excellent. Huh. 
Nice. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, Caleb, uh, you end up gearing up um, into your crow uniform. Um, and then are you just going to be going from like treetop to treetop, having your having your army of crows kind of like scope out the area for any ne'er-do-wells kind of thing? I actually am paranoid about getting too close. So I think Crow will like chill at the edge of the forest with Cody, uh, but still have uh, like Mephistopheles and a small crew, like go do a, a scouting mission. Do a sweep. Okay. Yeah. So they abscond away. Um, and yeah, after about, yeah, I will say that you guys are at the edge of the forest for about, like, five minutes by the time that you see, like, the unmistakable red Nissan Cube roll up. Uh, and then you hear Jerry saying, uh, and just remember to be sure to give me a five star because it looks really good on my... And then, like, doors slam and then uh, Aurora and uh, Luciana leave the said car. But you are now all together. Uh if it's been five minutes where you know he's cody's not supposed to be like looking back every 30 seconds to like where caleb is or whatever cody cody's definitely playing hacky sack he's like (laughs) thumping a hacky sack like like repeatedly off one foot (laughs) oh yeah Uh, i would play with you but i'm in costume and you're not and that could draw some lines that we don't want so clearly you just have to both be in costume and then you can play hacky sack together but yeah so luciana and aurora when you exit uh jerry's ride uh you see cody just sort of like kicking uh just just doing some just hacking some sack right now <laughs> uh, where's caleb why do you oh, hacky just over here yeah, he's, your voice from a bush. Yeah, Cody goes to point, and he's like, he's he's hiding. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we were just walking into a trap, but that's just like me. See, I was oh, trying too. to be bait, and <laughs> Cody kicks the hacky up for one last time, and then slips it in his cargo pocket. That well, makes sense. That's that might be the case, but I don't know if we can ignore it at this point. I don't. I just prefer to not break any more bones. Yeah. Oh, I almost forgot. This is exactly what I got that number for. And he texts Orbweaver, uh, like a, a quick summary. Like, uh, Aurora's phone just crashed and got like sent a very specific GPS location. Uh, we're all investigating back at the MIF but it could be bad. You receive a spider emoji as a response. Hell yeah. Uh, since I, I knew the rough area, I, I would send Mephistopheles and the, the crew like directly over there to scout. Have they come back yet? Um, yeah, it doesn't take them very long. They are, they are avian folk that are able to soar above the tree line investigator ground uh and they let you know that they did not see anything or anyone that seemed out of place crooks crunches up his face like i'm doing for those of you listening listening at home uh just just like scrunch your face up as small as you can make it you've got my approximate expression <laughs> Ow. 
Uh, yeah, Crow, like, shrugs and goes, says, well, forward unto dawn? What are we supposed to do? Just walk the whole park until we find someone suspicious? Well, we got that location, right? So we go there. Yeah, I, I think it pinged for a specific location, not yes, the it whole did. park. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. Luciana just puts on the helmet. It's, it's like regular clothes. She's like wearing a hoodie. <laughs> it's like right out of the hospital clothes. Put the helmets on. Yeah. Aurora would be like, ah, just give me a second. I gotta do the whole... <laughs> we'll try to transform as quickly as possible. It's like, sorry, Ooh, it just takes a second. Magical girl transformation. Mm -hmm. The magical girl law states that it has to take at least 30 seconds for the full transformation. The uh, music is just sped up. <laughs> <laughs> and as, as she finishes, Cody like looks over and, and like clenches his fist and whack. He's, he's in costume in a flash. Okay, and are you guys just like doing this like by the like outskirts of the forest, or are you like going in and then once you're close to the location? Once we're closer oh. to the location, yeah, getting out of vision. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just oh, wanted... do whatever. <laughs> yeah. she's she is a socially accepted superhero. Nobody's gonna question that. Um, so yeah, once you, um, uh, yeah, Crow has a quick comment. Uh, as we're all in costume, he, he looks at you all very sincerely and says, hey, we're, like, kind of beat up here. I just, I want you all to know that our lives are more important than what we're investigating. And if things go south, we should, we should get out of here, right? Can we agree? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I don't want to see any of you hurt. <laughs> She just looks at her medical corset. Yeah. yeah, looking at you very specifically. I'll I'll try to keep my eye on you as well. I you know trust that you can handle yourself, but you're also not worst, in the best of shape. Worst case scenario, I'll just encapsulate myself in rock. Oh, that's cool. That's great. I that's actually incredibly fantastic. Or all of us. It's like ice too. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's go. Okay, so as you are making your way deeper into the woods, you can see that this is off the, it's off the beaten path for sure. Uh, and it looks like there is a, it's, it's a little overgrown, but not incredibly so uh because this is a this is a city park so they kind of have to have like a set level of how high the grass can grow otherwise it's a fire hazard which you all are pretty accustomed to the fire hazards that have been happening here in the grove um but as you are following this uh you end up finding yourselves in the center of a smaller clearing um and you see that you're only about like 20 feet away from the destination on the gps and when you look up to see where the gps is actually leading you there is a singular tree in the middle of this clearing that seems to be standing alone um and it just seems to raise up and has a very nice bow about it. Um, 
seems to actually provide a decent amount of shade, but it does seem to kind of just be by itself. We're not walking right under it, by the way. Yeah, that's that's extremely suspicious. It's just we like a, just, a fairy. We can just circle. wait on the outskirts, really. Well, throw a rock at it. What if it's like actually like a disguised electric pole or something? It ain't gonna hurt me if I throw a rock at it. We're overthinking a tree just a little bit. <laughs> you say that. But right. you're not the one with Can I <laughs> go investigate it? Yeah. You can definitely I was actually it. asking my team for permission. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you can send your birds. <laughs> They've already looked and here specifically? Yeah, I sent them here ahead of time. Yeah, and you can see, like, some of them are, like, hanging up on the branches. Uh, Mephistopheles, are your bird instincts telling you anything? Uh, Mephistopheles tells you that the tree smells funny. Does it smell like it's rotting? Um, Mephiles sa uh, Mephistopheles says that, um... That it smells, uh, it smells bad, but in a tasty way. Meat tree. <laughs> uh, All right. Mephistopheles said, uh, when you say meat tree, Mephistopheles, uh, will relate to you, Caleb. Not like meat, like snacks. Uh, not like meat, like snacks? Okay, let's just, yeah, let's just get, right. go over there, yeah. So the tree is like gluten and corn syrup. Uh, Luciana, you should stay back, because if any of us get, like, trapped, you can pull us back with the earth. Yeah, um, wait, here you go. Um, <laughs> they're gonna, uh, use a bit of their powers and just create, like, a... Like a pole, like a, made out of rock. Uh, it's like here, just poke stuff with it. Oh yeah, Before ten foot actually... pole, great. Yeah. Cody will grab it. Well, it's not a ten foot pole, <laughs> but it's maybe five feet. <laughs> Half a ten foot pole. Yeah. Uh, don't touch anything. Just poke at it with that. And, uh, they'll go with the group and, and like just stay maybe like ten feet back. Okay. Um, yeah, so Aurora on your phone, uh, it vibrates again, uh, as a phone is wont to do when you have arrived at your destination. Uh, and I would say that even like the audio plays of you have arrived at your destination or like your destination is in front of you. Um, like that kind of like generic audio response. Um, and when you look at it, um, it says, uh, like, like the X, no, I have not arrived, or a check mark, yes, I have arrived. Uh, and Caleb is currently, like, poking at, are you poking at the tree with your five foot? Are you, like, poking up in the branches? Basically all that. Okay, yeah, just kind of, like, tapping the, around. Starting the, the yeah. floor up, yep. Uh, yeah, I think Aurora will look over and just be like, check, yes. <laughs> 
So Aurora, when you check yes, your screen flashes again. And then there is, it looks like illegible code that is just displaying like this lightish blue dot txt style font that is just a full slate of random characters and numbers um and they just seem to sort of be like glowing in a wave-like pattern but on top of that there is almost like a it looks almost like a rippling wave image that is sort of just sort of going down from the top of your phone. Can I make out what the image is yet? It is so in the same way that like a Wi-Fi band, like how it shows like kind of a cone, it looks like that, but going inverted from the top of your phone. And as you move your phone from side to side, trying to like get a better angle to see this, you can see that that wave-like pattern that is rippling across your screen seems to be centered on that tree. Okay. So I think we're definitely in the right spot because my phone is doing some weird things and it is reacting to the tree. Okay. I know you said I should stay back, uh, Crow, but I don't think I'm gonna do that. Yeah, you, you can come over here. I was just thinking in case of, like, we touch the tree and we're instantly, like, electrocuted or something. Well, how about just one of us touches the tree? Yeah, and he pokes the tree. Cody's sniffing the tree. Does yeah. it smell like snacks? Uh, it, if you ate uh, if you ate a tree, yes, then it would be considered a snack, but no. Ah, it... okay, so it doesn't smell like gluten and corn syrup. It no. smells like a tree. It smells like a tree to you, yes. <laughs> right, got it, okay. Weird. This exact spot smells like Dorito nacho cheese dust. That's what I'm in saying. In fact, there's and five of them in a roughly, cheese. like, handshake pattern. <laughs> Let me press this. <laughs> yeah, it, uh... like, poking at it, it makes the sound that it is indeed a tree. Can I um, look over Aurora's phone and just kind of suggest touch the tree with your phone? Kind of the next best. I was going to say you should get closer at the le very least. I guess. Uh, she'll kind of just like walk forward and just... Okay tap the tree so as you tap the tree with your phone you see your screen flickers as the lines of code that are being displayed begin to glow but in a different series like it's not reading from top to bottom it's not reading from down to top or bottom to top like it is just like different pieces of this of this page are glowing in their own uh, in their own sequence. It's hard to call it a sequence because again, it doesn't seem like there's any rhyme or reason to it. it. Seems very foreign. But as you tap it against this tree, the you can all hear what sounds like a groaning noise as the cracks and breaks on the bark of this tree begin to glow with a pale bluish light before you hear a hissing as 
parts of the tree begin to separate open as you can feel a kind of wash of colder air as there is now just this vacant hole in the tree that is roughly about eight feet tall and almost looks rounded towards the top. And as you look into it, you hear a and you see that there are lights on either side revealing what looks like a stairwell leading down. Well, that's a neat trick. Is it like Feyrealm lights or mechanical like, you know, NORAD? Okay, all right. And as you are looking in, it seems like these, like it's a set of steps that lead down, but they aren't congruent. Like they aren't all made with the same material. It looks like they are made from a assorted uh, collection of materials. Like it almost looks like they're made out of car parts. Hmm. Uh, does, is it reminiscent to the dew that came down through a lightning bolt? It is not. It does not okay. look, it does not look steampunky. Okay. And if it did, this is like, someone has just read their first book on what steampunk <laughs> as an aesthetic is, and they're like, okay. I like gears, I like brass, why wouldn't I like steampunk? Like, there is no steam in this. Got it. I know I'm it's hurt, only but punk. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. It's only punk. Mm. Uh, um, go ahead. Oh, I think Aurora um, is going to like extend like her wand into like a more of like a staff and we'll kind of just use it to tentatively tap out the first step, then like take a step down and just kind of be like tapping ahead. Uh, while also like kind of turning on her flashlight. Okay. And as we wa went, started to go through the door, Cody like put his shield like in the doorway. So if the door tried to close on any one of us, his shield would be in the way. Yeah. And then he'll That's he'll right. cross through last and pull the shield out. Yeah. yeah. And as you pull the shield out and you enter into the domain of this tree, you can hear the same groaning noise as the tree seems uh, to like wrap itself back together. Yes, Caleb. I was going to ask if I could try to jam the pole in as he was uh, removing his shield. So sticking that pole in, it just seems to get absorbed into the door. Ah, frick. Uh, it's also like th like a thin pole made out of rock, so it could crack yeah. also. Uh, we're, we're, the the walls of the cave are like stone, though, right? They are or not. The passage. It is all metal. Metal. Throws at everyone it. grimaces. <laughs> I don't like this. We can't escape. Wow. I don't have any birds except Mephistopheles. Mephistopheles is like huddled into your cloak. Like if a bird could give a uh, could give a scrunchy face, just does not like. But then, uh, like, kind of tilts his head a little bit. Says, "It smells stronger if snacks here." So but if we want snacks, they're ahead. <laughs> um, 
Luciana will walk with Aurora, kind of putting like a hand to like her back, just as an in, in case uh, as they walk forward. But uh, can I sense? any ground at all around here or is it just like beyond like beneath the metal parts or is it just you can sense metal? it past the metal yeah uh but you are guessing that there is probably like a good two to three feet of just solid metal okay she'll let the 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 crew know Okay. I mean, I, I could, worst case scenario, I could try to call Earth through it and shatter the metal, but it's like about three feet worth of metal. Cody's got that grim determination and he's ready to spring into action sort of thing. That's just his paradigm. Okay. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and I would say that as the four of you are continuing to descend the steps, after you get to maybe about the 10th step down, and these steps do seem like they are a bit wider, uh, a bit longer than they otherwise should, um, you start noticing uh, that Mephistopheles was correct, that there is the smell of snacks. Uh, kind of. Um because as you are walking in and looking down, you can see that there is, like, a bundled-up ball of, like, hot dog wrap paper. There is, like, a like a bag of chips that has mostly been emptied um, that's just sort of, like, spilled out onto the ground. And as you get to the bottom of these steps, and there's, like, also, like, a slushy container that's been, like, left out with, like, a little bit of just, like, that that dried high fructose corn syrup that is always like as a spilled slushy um but as you get to the bottom of these flights of stairs you can see that there is a large chamber in front of you and illuminating this chamber are a series of screens and on each screen uh on the leftmost screen you see crow uh, and Crow, you are in, like, uh, a, a typical action pose. It is a freeze frame from the event at the Sedesco Center. Uh, on the most right hand, Cody, there is you, like, like mid-leap, uh, from a piece of debris at the events of the, of the Sedesco Center. And on the center, too, there is Aftershock, like, from an angle that you didn't know that there was a camera, like, holding... Uh, like this earthen dome over a gravitational rift. And then in the centermost screen, you see Aurora. But this is from, uh, this is not from the events at the Sedesco Center. This is actually from uh, when you guys were having your uh, movie in the park. And it is like her, uh, like her light, uh, like her transformation light staff is over her head. Uh, and there's like this giant mechanical golem that's like looming in front of her. It's very cinematic. But just all around you is what just looks like, I, there's no other way to describe it other than like a very, very, very messy college dorm. Like there is just 
debris everywhere but like snack style debris and as you're kind of looking at this the four of you hear what sounds like heavy footfalls coming from i want to say the back left of where you are and looking in that direction you can see that there is another hallway that does not have any lights displaying on it but you see what looks like a large lumbering shape uh, that is wearing what looks like a long trench coat. And you hear... Yeah, uh, Aurora's gonna, like, swivel around with, like, her wand with, the, like, the flashlight on and point it in this thing's direction. And as you do, you see two hands that are it's almost like leathery hands almost like there's something off about it like if a bug could have leather uh as like they sort of block in front of this thing's face and this creature as you do this just seems to kind of shriek as you shine the light um and there are like two you see that uh from inside of this trench coat there is a second set of hands towards the abdomen that are going like that look like they are being held up almost in a defensive position uh, no light Aurora, no light maybe stand down for a Just second i'm not sure this thing is down. hostile to uh, us she'll she'll like turn off the light and be like who are you why do you have pictures of us and why did you want us to come here? It's that trash dude. And Cody, <laughs> in, in Cody's normal voice, not the booming voice. And then he thumbs towards Caleb like, Trash man? <laughs> and you see the two, like, three-fingered hands lower from their face. And it is entirely unhuman. It has these large, uh, like, multifaceted eyes. You can see that it's almost like a trapezoidal face that has these large mandibles on the front where the mouth would be. Uh, and it's almost like their skull is like a ridged shape. Uh, it's a little, it's much flatter or uh, more squat than a human face would be. Uh, and they... Like, it looks like they have, like, this chitinous shell about them. Uh, almost like, again, sort of like, uh, more like a, a rigid insectoid rather than, like, humanoid skin. But it does have these, like, stretching marks of what you would expect or what you would think to be almost like skin. Like, it doesn't stretch like it's a hard shell. It has, like, an almost leather-like quality to it. And they, uh, this look large looming figure that is again like at this point close to about seven and a half feet tall just sort of like looks towards you and just and like looks at the lot of you and then like Sadesco, we understood that uh, Luciana will, uh, as they're speaking, do sign language in case they know sign language. Being like, do you speak sign language? 
and it looks and then um like kind of like puts one of its three fingers like taps its chin just and you see its little hands are just sort of like they go back to like a resting position where they're flesh against its chest and then it walks up to uh it walks up to the lot of you and like extends its hand out right Crone. Yeah, immediately like hands him his phone because he's like he was already thinking that there's the computer there and asking him if he could type. So as soon as he approaches, he's like, Oh yeah, here. And the creature will grab the phone and then walks over to the desk, uh, like to this command center style thing, and sets the phone down. And you see, like, very quickly they are grabbing tools. Uh, that look entire again just entirely foreign to you and then begin to like just make these quick changes there's like a boop, 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 boop sound that's coming from like a light that's being shown up above while the two small hands begin to like work very quickly on this phone and then uh the creature sets it into uh what looks like a dock uh, but, like, a, a phone docking station, like, you have never seen before. But it, because it looks like it is put together from, I want to say, like, at least 80 other different pieces of electronics. And at that point, as it is set in, they pull out a small cable and then string it. And then with one hand, uh, one of their larger hands, they will move it towards their face. And you hear, and that is, uh, and then it begins to translate over speakers of just, I apologize. Your language is difficult. Are you an alien? <laughs> and it looks at you and sort of like tilts its head a little bit. And it says, I am not from around here. As I believe the saying goes. Okay, hold so on. So this isn't an effect of the day of green sun. In a way, it is. Hang on, hang on. You still haven't answered my questions of who are you? Why did you call us here? And why do you have pictures of us on your screen? Really good pictures, by the way. Aurora, we should probably try to get those put on. Your oh Instagram. yeah, we should try to get the rights to those. Yeah, they definitely look like that. Like each one is the cover of the standalone of a spinoff. Like you have to buy all four to understand what's going on in Justice League number thirteen. Like it's one of those kinds of things. <laughs> um, and the creature uh, looks at you and says, "I am what is known as Thram." As far as who, who I am, I'm a researcher. Why did you call us here? Mm. And why did you mention Sadesco? Why, what are you researching? And Thran points towards the pictures. You are heroes, are you not? That we are. Yes. Yeah. Flattery will get you everywhere. Um... <laughs> And uh, the creatures, uh, Thran, 
says, you asked what I was doing here. I have been trapped. I? My ship was taken from me. I have been stuck I... here. Was it taken from you by Sadesco? I believe so. Yeah. D, how long have you been stranded here? Uh, and he says, since your solar entity experienced an anomaly. Oh. That's a while. Did you do that? No. I you was know, researching your solar body. Probably. There were... dropped his, uh, his uh, cloaking field, you know, the gamma emitted irradiation or whatnot. So I feel like everyone just turned to Cody. <laughs> there were irregularities within your solar body. So I was sent by my people to investigate. We were curious as to why. I compiled a collection of research notes that were on my vessel. That is when I, I initially heard your distress call. Oh, no. A distress call from, from who? I believe it was a man named Orson Welles. He had said that there was an invasion of your planet and he needed help. But when I arrived, I found no such invasion happening. That was a, a fictional tale that was broadcasted over radio. I, I can see what confusion might have happened. Yes, I had also come to explain that the Martian ships look nothing in the way that they described. Do, do you have like a picture of your ship? And, and Tom Cruise sucked in that. Who is Tom Cruise? He, he's from outer space too. Hmm. And uh, Thran <laughs> nods. Uh, and he will say, I do not have a picture of my vessel documenting my travel in such a way was we deemed unnecessary. No worries. I was just curious. I'm sure if we help you out, we'll end up seeing it because we got to try to get it back. I, I, that's what you're, you kind of brought us here for, right? You want to, you want us to. I wish, for my, I wish to retrieve my vessel. Unless the cloak's back on now. Cloak? Wait. What garment would fit my ship? Uh, does your ship have any sort of, like, uh... Shielding, Invisibility. Yes. Uh, like, vision shield that would prevent people from seeing it. No. No cloaking, Cody. Okay. Ooh. There is a so vision dampener that reflects the area around it. But it is not invisible. You're not responsible for like the Midas app, are you? Because like, have you been messaging me this whole time, or is this like new? I was trying to reach your attention. Yes. So did you do the Midas app? Is that is that you? No. Uh, you hacked it. Its infrastructure was simple. Yes. Okay. There are many flaws in its security. Okay. 
Uh, question, voice in the sky. Yes. The chemicals that made up the drugs that Lorraine had, there were some that couldn't be identified, correct? That is correct. Hmm. Okay. Um... Uh, do you have a name we can call you? My species does not observe names in the same way that yours does. But he said his name was Thram. Oh, we are right. Thram. Yeah, oh. he like told space that you okay. that's like there. Your, like your people are, are Thram. Nods. Okay. I see. Um, did you, you have any... substances in your ship that could affect people if they um, took any of it? Possibly. I we believe Sadesco is working with someone and that they have developed some sort of drug for people that have been affected by that space anomaly that you were sent here to investigate. You have... I believe... I think, she'll say to the to the group, they could have used something on their ship to make those, because there were some chemicals they couldn't identify. It's possible. Uh, you, you have pictures of us from the Sedesco Center. Did you watch uh, a video of that incident? There were many videos that were available on the internets. That uh, black hole was caused by someone who reacted poorly to this medication. I see. Their powers were enhanced, but they couldn't control them. As they had a bad reaction, like Crow said to it. But we don't really have any way to draw a conclusion that something off your ship was used in the development of this because as you said you're researching this event and we don't really know much more about how it affected our biology so it could be any number of things but knowing that they have the ship of an alien to our world makes it much more possible that they're using something and uh, if it does come from your ship, then that links Lorraine to Sedesco. Who is Lorraine? You seen, ever heard of someone named Guardian? It shakes, uh, Thran shakes their head no. Uh, Lorraine Windermere's, I think she's like chairman of the board for McFarland's? If you do research, then you should be able to get information from her online. She seems to be the leader of a new group of heroes, quote unquote. I think they're pretty evil. They broke my ribs. Are you injured? Yes. I can provide healing. I mean, fuck yeah, I'm not gonna pass up to like alien healing. <laughs> She's going to walk forward. Yeah. Uh, and at that, um, you see that they begin, like, rifling around their desk. 
Uh, and through the translator, it says, your species throws away many useful items. And then you see that they pull out what looks like a... It, it almost looks like a gun in that it has like a, a handle on it, but there is like a... It's like a metallic uh, canister on top that has a needle point sticking out from it. Wait a minute. Did you steal Luciana's truck? <laughs> Did you steal my truck? And um, they sort of like turn their head a little bit. Um, I would need more descriptors. <laughs> She'll describe their truck. And then, uh, like, while they still have this, like, small needle gun in their hand, I did acquire a vehicle that matched that description for a moment, yes. Did you take anything from it? Only pieces that were not being used. I had this whole plan that I was going to lure you with, with a shitty old cell phone. No offense, sorry. Uh, and, like, beat the shit out of you! But you're so nice! It didn't come to that? I think I've been actually investigating you for a couple months now. Uh, He's calling the, you trash man. The crows... Well, I've been calling you trash man because you tend to litter. You, you kind of leave the trash out in the middle of the street when you're done. Only the items that are not useful. Yeah, but that's why they're in the trash, so that they can be collected you put them and not back on the street. In the you got, yeah, you gotta put them back away. Can. But I see many of your species simply leave this detritus along the side of the bins. That's, that's because bad we're primitive, and some people have no respect for others. Noted. Are you gonna stick me with that? You wished for healing, is this correct? Yes. Alright, fuck it. Hit me. Do it! She's so, she's so drugged out, she doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, <laughs> Those cookies are strong. Cody, Cody covers the, the eye slots in his in his helmet. And... Pro watches. Yeah. Intensely. <laughs> you see that, like... Uh... They do not ask you to remove your leather or anything, just punch through it like with the needle point and then with their uh their large posable pointy finger just pull back and you hear a as it looks almost like a nitrous cartridge just like pops off the top and there is a moment luciana where like the initial pain of a rather sizable needle going in that you're yeah. not exactly sure was sanitary uh, as it was owned by an alien living underneath a tree in the middle of the woods known as the Trash Man. Uh, but as... Uh, that's smart. That's okay. You don't need to be in this situation. Uh, but as the uh, nitrous capsule pops off, you see one of the little hands actually like grabs it before it hits the floor and then like brings it close again. Um and with that satisfying hiss, uh, your arm, like, there is this pain, but then you can feel 
like a cold temperature beginning to spread. And then you feel it move all down your arm. And as you kind of flex your hand, you feel it then go back up. And the spot where that injection point had hit doesn't hurt anymore. And as it spreads into your chest and down, it's it's fucking painful. Uh, as your <laughs> oh, ribs, like, ah! as your ribs begin to reset themselves. But after about two minutes, and you're the doctors them, didn't set Luciana's ribs. They did, but they didn't meld them back together. Fair. That's what the findings were. Like, for. your bones reform back to the way that they should be. And they're just like... <laughs> if anything, like... If anything, it was like you had, like, like a hairline fracture in, like, the, the ball of your foot that, like, never healed from when you were a kid or something like that. And, like, that's healed as well. Like, you are 100% clean, uh, like, clean bill of health. After a matter of minutes. I, I have a strange question after observing the effects of that. Uh, would that medicine have any effect on decayed eyesight? And Thran thinks. And then nods. Do you want to heal your eyes? I would Is be it in very grateful. Not... No, just natural degradation. I guess a, a misshaping? Keanu himself can't quite remember what makes his eyes so bad, but you know. Is we'll it get deterioration there. or is it astigmatism? He can't fix astigmatism because that's. Okay, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, deterioration. Yeah, Thran would I, I be think, able to fix this. I think maybe he does have an astigmatism in the right eye, but like that just makes lights halo. Like. Yeah. When you're driving, they all have, like, the weird sideways slashies. But yeah. Thran says yes. Well, uh, I would be officially in your debt and very happy to work with you on our future attempts at bringing Sedesco down. Uh, do you have any plans already? Once my ship is acquired, I plan to leave. I meant plans home. to acquire your ship. I do not know where it is. Ah. I imagine it is being held by Sedesco. Their headquarters are in this town. I was aware. Okay. I know the lab where they're making those drugs could probably be there. Don't ask me how I know that. I was not planning on it. Um, it's more for my friends. I think you're pretty cool with, like, just taking things at face value. I am cold-blooded. Thank you. <laughs> I like them. I like them. Yeah. Would it be rude if we referred to you as Thram? It would not be rude at all. That is what I am. Okay. We will use Thram to address you when we are talking about you, then. It is Thran. T-H-R-A-N. Oh, Thran. Okay. Thran. It's gonna be a it little helps. hard for me to drop trash man, but I'll I'll just <laughs> uh, Thran man. 
we do much better with monikers. And Thran turns around and just begins like scrounging around in their work area, finds another what looks like a nitrous cartridge, loads it up into the pointy gun. Luciana just looks at everyone. I've healed things I didn't even know I had. Ow. Apparently I had a hairline fracture at the ball of my foot from when I was young. No wonder it always felt like I had a rock in my shoe. Just ignored it. Jesus Christ. Yep, same thing. Uh, Caleb Thran just jabs you with the needle. Then fires off. Nitrous cart pops off. This time the other little hand grabs it and then like pops it back on and then they the two small hands actually will set them onto the workbench and then just like resume their idle pose. Yeah, I think Crow will like quickly take off his mask because the, the lenses are prescription. Uh and he'll like close his eyes in preparation of it hurting. <laughs> yeah, you get like the frontal migraine for like it's a splitting one for like two Massive minutes or a headache for yep. two minutes oof <laughs> oh jeez but then after that like it's almost like when you are like going from high elevation to low elevation and you can hear that like kind of like poppy sizzly sound in your ear it's one of those but then like you start blinking and your vision is fine guys I haven't I haven't seen like this my whole life. Like, literally, I was one of those nerd babies with the strap-on glasses. Like, this is weird. I mean, if it helps, you're still a nerd baby. You just have better vision. Fair. Luciana uh, just gives, like, a like, like a fist bump to Aurora. <laughs> Cody's chuckling. <laughs> I am very much in your debt, friend. So, like, what are you going to tell your family when you're not wearing glasses anymore? Ah, shit. Uh... <laughs> Just buy I... fake glasses. I knew yeah. a guy who grew out of it. His eye, his bad eyes. Yeah, but one night... Uh, maybe you say you've been glasses. having headaches for a month or so, and then you took your didn't wear your glasses one day, and it felt better. <laughs> Taking a lot of medication for your glaucoma. Lisa, <laughs> 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 I'll, I'll figure something out. Uh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, so I guess beyond just making our acquaintance and asking us for help in getting your ship back. Is there anything in particular you wanted to tell us or needed from us? I am worried. About your ship? And Thran nods and says, if what you say is true, that they are developing medication that can amplify powers and they are using materials found on my vessel, Sadesco is a cunning individual. 
I'm worried that they will utilize my notes for something nefarious. I think they will do that. I wouldn't be surprised if they're already doing that. Unless you have some sort of alien script. Or, or unless you're, you're, you have a, a different script that you write in, in which case that would, it would take be a difficulty a of a language bearer. We do write in our own language. But if someone were to figure out looking through researching your people there are many instances where bright-minded individuals are able to break through language barriers yes. such as in there was a movie I saw once called Lost in Translation I haven't seen that one. It's about a man who gets stuck at an air terminal. Ah. Uh, For 15 years? But something like that? Total immersion in a language is very different than only having a single source. If they don't understand the basic structures of your language, then they would have no real way to interpret the writings either. Unless your language shares similar structures with English. Or any Earth uh, language. Or like Arthur C. Clarke has proposed, possibly it's a math-based language in which then, you know, dudes could do the math. Why are you so much smarter than we give you credit for? I, I'm, uh, yeah. He's <laughs> 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 yeah, there we go. That's 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 the person I know. Okay, because Cody's uh, a badass. That's why. Okay, um, Th Thran, um, if I gave you a location, would you be able to research it and figure out a way for us to get in? I could attempt this. Yes. I believe they would have higher security, and if you could find us a way to bypass it. It is where this medication is being um, made. If you're looking for a method with which to bypass security, motions towards the pictures on the screen of you all, like moving earth, jumping in front of black holes like it's nobody business. I believe you already have the methods. That is true. Okay. But knowing the interior of a place you're going beforehand can be very advantageous since you can know where to expect blind corners and uh, where people might be. Gives you, you ideas for places to hide if you need to. Would you Could maybe you... be able to get some sort of blueprints or... I would be able to get these blueprints. It will take some time, though. Unless, do you have anyone who would already be inside the building? Uh, yeah. Actually, my brother just got a job there. Would it be the same building that they're making this medication at? 
Well, drugs. Same company. That is true. Maybe they would have blueprints and more information on the other building. Uh, I'll, I will give Thran uh, the address that I was given uh, from my uh, family, un my uncle. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, so Thran will, um, he will take the address um, and on this on this workstation, it looks it looks like it is a keyboard, but in the same way that like you see like those weird Russian prototype keyboards that are just like they're very not qwerty to say the least. Like there are like keys and buttons in various ang uh, in various locations. Like there is a small row of keys and then a larger, more spaced uh, row of keys at the top. And you see that his two small hands begin to like click on the bottom ones, his larger hands click on the top ones. Um, and then he like sweeps away uh, some of the trash that uh, has collected onto his desk and then places his hand onto what looks like a it looks like it's like the inside of a bag of chips that has been stretched. Uh, and as he puts his hand on it, you see that like a glowing outline appears of his hand from underneath that like silvered back. Um, and one of the screens uh, changes and it would be the Luciana screen, let's say, as you were the one who gave him the uh, that gave him the coordinates. Address. Uh, and the screen flickers to show what looks like a Google map. Um, and the address that is displayed and the path that it takes looks like it goes well outside of the city. Um, it looks like it is maybe about 15 miles or so. Uh, going in the northernmost direction, uh, or northeastern, I would say, uh, which Cody, as you are looking at the looking at the maps and seeing the different highways that stretch out, you can see that there is the uh, let's call it 99, the road that you usually take to get home. And then if you were to like create like a triangle like shape with the city being in the middle, it is almost a straight across to the other location, which <clears throat> as you are seeing this again, Cody is not a dumb individual. He just is a slow rolling like an avalanche. Uh, you are guessing that that is where you had seen that red lightning touchdown. That's that's the spot. The red lightning, you know, that Mecha Man traveled Mars was oh, yeah. in, yes. Well, the one I saw out by G Paws. You told me about that. Mm, yeah. Well, it sounds like we have a place to investigate. Sounds like for, it's. For the, uh, have you ever? Have anyone? Has anyone ever watched an anime called Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood? I hate having to admit being the weeb here, but of course, yes. 
You know how like they made this giant. Uh, yes, alchemy? yes, I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. They dug a giant alchemy circle underneath the entire country to transport them. Major spoilers, by the way. Um, yeah. uh, <laughs> if you're to... if you're listening, okay, to that series is like 15 years old at this <laughs> <Yeah>. point. <laughs> Major yeah. spoilers for Citizen Kane. Rosebud's the sled, I guess. Like, what? Oh, that's why it's no longer number one Three. movie. Olive Paddington Bear 2. I was, I was going to watch that tomorrow, damn it. Paddington rules. So you remember how they did that to summon literal God? Yeah. And we're dealing with Greek gods? Oh, we're trying to... A god... Yeah, Roman. Uh-huh. Roman, sorry. I apologize. It's all right. I don't know if that was offensive. No, it's <laughs> like no, it's not at all. Not at all. The Romans stole everyone. It's fine. Exactly. <laughs> I feel like we had a map of ideas in red string that was very chaotic until this point. I mean, I know I'm but... basing my theory off an anime. Yes, I have watched anime before. That one's pretty fucking cool. Uh No, I I think you could be very right. The fact that they line up in such a precise manner is not normal. That has to be designed. I wouldn't be surprised if there was literal tunnels between them. So before the red string theories go further, I would like to point out that the triangle shape one point was Cody driving home. It is not like an established oh. other building. It was just from where Cody saw, like, oh, based on where I was, that like that's where I saw the lightning go down. It is just <laughs> a back and forth. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, well, before we get into red string theory, Luciana <laughs> says, <laughs> let's let's just try to take this one step at a time. So we have two places to investigate. Um. If getting the information on that building is going to take some time, though we may have someone on the inside, let's investigate where the lightning cracked first, and then when we get the information for this building, investigate that. Because it would make sense to not keep a literal alien spaceship within the city. But what if they were, like, ballsy move, right? I mean, yeah, but like the construction permits that you would need to like find a place to hide it. You really so think they're, be, like, they're going trail. by construction permits as a mass evil organization? Yeah, but you you would have to. <laughs> this is just a back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Yeah. You say anyway, you're the man on the inside. What do I need to do? Like, what what's the process there? Do you need to give me a device that I will give to them? The entire time as you were talking, like when you guys would be like, oh, yeah, that's where we saw Mars. Like there was a slight like, oh, so you have seen Martians. And then like as you kept talking, it was like Martians do not travel by lightning. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> uh, like he like kind of tuned out and was going back to what he was doing. Uh, and I would say like as you as you ask like, oh, do you have a device for us or something of that nature? Um there is like a loading bar that has just been going on one of the other screens that hits the 100 
and uh, Thran pulls out what looks like a what looks like a very thin e-cigarette on the end of a USB charger, and will hand it to Caleb. Great. Uh, Plug this into any machine okay. that is on the central server. Great. Uh, I think that's all we have to talk about for now. You were contacting us through that app. Do you have a, like, cell phone of any kind? I have many uh, cell cellular devices. Do you have any that have signal? They sort of shake their head no. I don't have an extra. I don't think you need signal. If you're using, you could actually, if you're using, like, uh, texting through Wi-Fi. Aurora, you have with you a very bulky cellular device that you know can make calls via Wi-Fi. Well, I mean. Can it? Yeah, you can make calls via Wi-Fi. I mean, I have on this a, one. old of a device? Did they really? <laughs> yeah. You can't even connect to Wi-Fi on an old flip phone. Just watch him go. I mean, oh yeah, I mean, he's, a, he's a literal tech wizard. I mean, this isn't great, but I have this, and she'll pull out Caleb's old phone. Yeah, and Thran will grab it, and then like just sort of like motion down to the lower hands that then like flip it up and then begin just like clicking away at it, like pulling off the back, removing the battery, removing the back plate. Uh, one of them grabs like a little like. It looks like a screwdriver, but then it has, like, an arc light at the end. Like, it's much brighter than it needs to and just starts, like, messing around on the inside of this phone. Um, and uh, Thran, if you give Thran all of your contact information, uh, you can Might become well. mutuals with a literal alien. Uh, and I he think he literally stabbed me with like healing juice, so I might as well give him my phone number. <laughs> Fixed my shitty eyesight. Like, what am I gonna do? No, you can't text me. I'm roaming right now. You can't do this to me. <laughs> uh, so yeah, as you guys are sharing your contact info with Thran the alien. Uh, I think that's where we're going to go to break for the evening. So we're going to try and be back in five to ten minutes. Don't go no place unless it's to grab a food, grab a drink, grab a friend, or befriend an alien. And we'll be back soon. All right, everybody. Man! Hello, everybody, and welcome. We have returned. You have just gotten done, for the most part, speaking to Thran, the alien researcher who lives beneath the Midgrove Industrial Forest inside of a tree. Uh, and you now have directions uh, to what looks like a drug manufacturing facility about 15 miles outside of town, where, Cody, you believe that the Agent of Mars had teleported down to roughly about a week to a week and a half ago. Now... You guys were underneath the tree, uh, and before you make your way back up, you decided that you were going to exchange phone numbers with Thran uh, and and make it so that way you can get into contact with him again. Um, he will also uh, 
if you let him install a uh, a third party app onto your phones, uh, which is also thumbprint locked, that allows you to then scan it like NF or NFC tap the tree with your phone, so that way you can get back into his secret base. Yes. So you guys have also acquired a secret base that is not a tree used for stoners or Luciana's living room or Aurora's cool. apartment. Yay! It's got a yeah, freaking secret door and everything. Just um, out in the open. I was gonna say something I completely forgot. Well. Not talking to my brother. Yes. You also yeah. have received uh, a uh, a hacking device to get the schematics of the building, the of the Sedesco Core uh, central building in Midgrove or uh, in Everett Heights, that looks like a uh, that just looks like a vape pen, but with a USB uh, charger on it. So it sort of looks like a vape pen on a charging yes. dock. Uh, we should probably not tell a lot of people about this. Yep. Makes sense. And maybe tell your brother the minimum amount of details. Like, don't tell him that an alien gave you this. <laughs> but it's so cool! Yes, Michaela, this is a lot of things that we're dealing with and people that are literally trying to kill us. Okay, okay, uh, uh... I know I need to get home soon, so things are not suspicious on my end. Because we're getting pretty late here. Can anyone think of somewhere I can get a, like, fake pair of glasses at Let's... this time of night? Walgreens, uh, man. The drugstore. The drugstore. So there's probably, at, honestly, at the gas station, too. I mean, I might just need to wear my glasses Kind of just wear your glasses and like I'm look at, at look home. at them through like like uh huh like they're just slipping from your nose. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. I don't know. I'm. I, I don't think a pair of I could find a pair that look like this, and uh, the thickness of the glass is kind of distinctive. I can so. I can make some calls. And get you fake glasses that look exactly like that. How soon? So, give me pictures. Let me take a few pictures of your glasses. Just gotta ch 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 uh, and send them to like uh, Fabrice. It's like, how soon can you recreate a fake version of these glasses? Um, and the response that you get back uh, is that he could do it in an hour. One hour. What time is it now? Um. It was like around, I want to say like seven o'clock before you guys went and hung out with an alien. Um, the whole turnaround process, you're looking at it being close to like, we'll say it's like nine o'clock now. So you'd be looking at 10 o'clock for the glasses. Um, and then uh, after that, um, yeah, it'd be like 10 o'clock by the time you could get your glasses. And then it's still, um, like, a 20-minute drive home. And about how long would it take me to bike home from, uh, like, We could literally Aurora's drop place. you off at home. Yeah, but my plan is to, like, be, like, send a text right now that's like, hey, I'm on my way home. 
gotcha. uh, like ETA, like an hour, 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, uh, I think we said that it takes you like what, like 45 25. minutes to bike, uh, to bike to school. So like, you know that like, if you shot, like if you shot your family, the message at like nine o'clock, like basically like if you sent them the message in like 30 minutes, like, Hey, I'm on my way home. It would not seem suspicious because they also know that you stop in at the gas station to get snacks usually. Yeah. Uh, and I think I could add like a might meander a bit. It's a nice night. Yeah. Uh, just to, you know, give myself some extra fudge time and then I like, okay, cool. I, I got time. Okay. So you want the glasses? Yes. Since the text, can you do them right now? Um, I can get you measurements. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, uh, the response that you get back is if you have the original pair, it'd be much easier. Okay. Uh, Cody, you got your, uh, your car with you? Got G Puzz <laughs> motorcycle. Okay. Uh, we're, let's let's all take a, we're back to my place and I'll drive all of us. Yeah, cause I'm healed. Oh, look at this. I don't need this anymore. <laughs> Literally takes off the medical corset right there. <laughs> I swear to God, a... if you put if you request a ride and the name that comes up is Jerry, I want you to cancel it. <laughs> uh, I can. Okay. I'll do the uh uh-huh's this time. The what? I'll sit up front and I'll I'll do the uh-huh's and the yes. If it's Jerry, which will probably be Jerry because oh maybe. Uh but one moment and he dives into a bush and, <laughs> and he dives out of the bush and he's the, the crow symbol like spans <laughs> out, covers the screen for a quick second. Luciana just takes off her helmet. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. Shit. One second. I gotta. Find the evil by moonlight. But the chipmunks version. Hum it very shortly. Sailor Moon. As Luciana takes her helmet off, it like the 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 mouth guard crosses her eyes, and when she gets it off, Cody's just standing there like Cody. <laughs> so in the in the time it took, change. yeah, time it took <laughs> to go like that, he just <laughs> uh, amazing. All right, so current plan is to call the lift, uh, go to Fabrizio's house. Get mm -hmm. the new pair of glasses and then drive everyone home. Yeah. Or at least like get Cody to his motorcycle, uh, yeah. and then he can take himself home. He doesn't need to get driven today. Um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, when you ring the lift, um, you can see that it is not Jerry who is going to be giving you a ride. Uh, it's a. It is a a younger looking individual uh, whose name is Larry. Um, and when, like, okay, thank God, it's not Jerry. Like, I can just, like, boop, got this guy on lock. Ride shows up. It is the same vehicle that you have seen, same license plate, everything. 
Uh, but the younger man is driving um, and getting into the car as you were on your destination. You find out that Larry is just Jerry's kid uh, who this is his like this is his weekend job sometimes like when he wants to make some extra money his parents told him that he needed to work uh so you know like he he works uh using his dad's car and you know his dad's just a really nice guy he's always telling me about like these crazy passengers that he has like yesterday he said that he was driving by an event center and while he was on the event center like he saw some people that were all like in costume and stuff and they looked pretty hurt so he just you know he's a nice enough guy gave him a ride are you the Jerry's kid who's into Dungeons and Dragons? Oh my god, you guys like D&D? There's this new show that I've been watching called Critical Role. <laughs> like, oh yeah. Uh, and, she, and, they just let Caleb take over the... Yep. Caleb, like, sighs a little bit. Is like, alright. Yeah, no, All he is, uh, he is the kind of person where he like the the idea that you can do more than just what happens in critical role as a DD game like he asks like oh what's your character like you can only have the one like he's only seen campaign two he has not seen campaign one or has the idea that there can be like one shots or anything like he is very very new to the hobby let us say but yeah uh then i will try to genuinely enlighten him if i'm if it's possible uh roll 2d6 10 yeah you enlighten him you let mm. him know that there are other podcasts uh there are other game systems uh that are not dungeons and dragons that are also equally fun to play you should check out this sweet podcast indoor adventures <laughs> oh sorry <laughs> bloody nose <Exactly>. weird <laughs> You okay there? Yeah. It happens. At least once. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, the entire time, uh, until you get to Fabrizio's house, uh, or you were going back to Luciana's, and then Luciana, you were going to be driving everyone to Fabrizio's. Yeah, just so right? we have a, a way to get back and okay. forth without spending money. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, thankfully, uh, he does the same thing Jerry does, which is be sure to leave a five-star. Uh, good ratings help him, you know, get extra work so that way uh he can he can pay his dad back for gas that he's using for this after school gig um you know i got you yeah uh he's very thankful uh and at your recommendation you see that on anchor spotify uh apple podcasts all of these mediums he is downloading indoor adventure podcasts <laughs> It's crazy that they're available on so many platforms. IRL, I'm, I'm motioning that I'm just wiping blood from my nose <laughs> constantly here. Um, same, shameless self-promotion. Uh, so yeah, you are able to exunt onto uh, Luciana's driveway. Uh, and at that point, Cody, get on the motorcycle, calling it a night. It has been a wild ride today. <laughs> you met an alien. Like a straight up district nine looking alien are going home <laughs> like it's been a day um but thankfully uh you now have that alien's phone number and he seemed to have watched a movie once who knows <laughs> um so yes you uh you hop on your motorcycle and just away uh saying goodbye to your friends uh the other three end up going to uh fabrizio's house uh, and when you arrive, um, 
it's very clean. It's very nice. There are a lot of models around, uh, and not just like, um, like planes or cars. Uh, like it is like anything you can get a model of. He's put at least one model together, uh, and then you also see that like he just has a bunch of like neat looking things like you're not sure if they're movie props or what but like his house is just full of stuff but when you get a closer look you see that most of it's been like 3d printed like he's just kind of like filling his house out with things that he has created himself um and when you hand him these glasses you see that he sets the glasses down uh onto a small machine that then has uh, what looks like these neon green lights that seem to like scan over it. On his computer, you see that he has Blender open uh, and the 3D render of what he has scanned in then appears in the 3D rendering program, exports it to a file that is able to be read by, um, that is able to be read by secondary 3D printer uh, and then just sets that to begin to work as well. Um, and again, the whole process takes about an hour, uh, and Fabrizio just seems very, very calm, very casual, uh, which is honestly kind of a nice, uh, go around. But, uh, when he sees you driving Luciana or like you explain like, oh yeah, I drove over here. He just like, Miha, what are you talking about? Like, you should not be driving. You... You broke your ribs. You were in the hospital last night. What are you talking about? You were driving over here. It's really Theo, it's, 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 Theo, it's fine. It's, 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 I, it's fine. My friend drove. I did not, but they just drove my car. Roll she has a permit. for me. <laughs> yeah, my permit. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, roll 2d6 and then add, let's say, mundane. That's, that's okay, that's not bad. Um, that's my mundane. Uh, oh, actually, that's 11. Okay, yeah, you are able to successfully pull a fast one over Fabrizio's eyes. Yeah. Uh, Aurora can drive. She has a permit. I have my license on me, so it's it, it's legal for her to drive. Um, yeah. Yeah, and uh, Fabrizio, uh, Fabrizio says, like, all right, that's fine. And then he realizes the friend that has driven you over is Aurora. Um, and he says, uh, that, uh, like, basically, uh, that he will make these glasses for you and he will give them to you for free under one condition. And you see that he pulls out uh, what looks like a Rainbow Maiden's poster. <laughs> uh, and Aurora, he asks if you can sign it and then he, like, can get a picture of you signing it for authenticity. I mean... I'm not I... going to resell it. It's just... In case anyone asks. I mean, I, I could I could do it for a fan, yeah, of course. I mean you're helping out my friend here, so uh do you want me to be like in the do you want me to be in the costume? He says that it's so you, can... you don't have to. Like oh if you're comfortable doing it, 
sure, he's not re- going to require you, like, be in the costume, sign this for me. No, he's just like, hey, like, I never thought I would have the chance to ask this, but can you sign this he's poster? He's pretty chill about it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let me just... Sorry, give me one second. I'm... I'll try to speed this up. Just a quick, like, just a quick splash of, like, rainbows. All right. And then she'll, like, you know, sign it and be like, uh, to, to my, um, brilliant, radiant fan. Just put fab. Fab. And then, like, Aurora with, like, a, a little... The A is like a star or something. It's yeah. like very like cute signature. And he then just like puts his hand over his heart, big sigh, uh, like a like an not a not one of exasperation, but just to like, <sighs> and then like as you are um, as you're looking around, you can see that like he frames most of his posters. And when he brought down the Rainbow Maidens one, like, there is a clear, like, missing space on the wall of where it was. <laughs> so he is definitely going to be putting that back up at a, at a later point in time. Um, you know, Steel, I, I was wondering if you could actually help upgrade Aurora's uh, little fighty thingy. Yeah. I don't know what it's called. Does it have a name? She's a Aurora. <laughs> It's my magical wand. I really didn't want to say that. I really did not want those words to come out of my mouth. That's what it's called. That's the trademark that's on there is Aurora's magic wand. You gotta look at the patents. I mean, if you want to get specific, it's Aurora's wand of sparkling justice, but you know. Uh, And at that... uh... Fabrizio, I believe you guys had actually like already asked if you could upgrade it. Um, or no, you would ask have... Dimitri uh, if he could add some upgrades to it. Yeah, uh, taser. And... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and he asks uh, what kind of upgrades that you're looking for. Like, are you talking about like a laser pointer that can blind somebody if you shine it for too long? A taser? Like a grappling hook? Like what kind of thing do you want on this on this wand? I mean... Of radiant justice. You gotta zhuzh it up a little bit. <laughs> um, Maybe make it more durable, a better material than just uh, like hardened plastic. And add. add does that have a taser already? It does. It's not a very <laughs> powerful one. Yeah. Maybe amp up the taser. Hide a knife in there. I don't know. <laughs> well, a knife's a little violent. <laughs> have you? Okay. It's like, the Rainbow Maidens are not about knives. It's not a thing that they do. They're about justice and the power of positive thinking. Well, she has justice and the power of positive thinking and have the power of, of extreme violence. And a knife. Yes. <laughs> and a knife. But like a really sick late, but like amping up the brightness too would oh, be yeah. sick. You know, um, you can make it like change rain- colors and make it look like a rainbow. Fabrizio is like, He's like listening to to what the girls are saying about this. Uh, Caleb, you are also here. It's just like getting a fake pair of glasses made. Uh, is there anything that you're suggesting for uh, Aurora's radiant wand of justice? Uh, 
really have any ranged options. Yeah, no, not really. I tried to request like a laser beam or something, but um, Dimitri said that was impossible. Uh, As you say that Dimitri Fabrizio. said it was impossible, Fabrizio starts cackling. And he says, impossible. Let me show you something. And he like gets up from his chair, walks down the hall into a room, comes back out, and there is what looks like a like a lightsaber end, and he presses a button and just <laughs> Lucia's just like, uh-huh, see? How? Actually, impossible for Fabrizio. And he says, uh, I followed the blueprints. But, but, like, you can't get your hands on a kyber crystal. That You don't need one. You just... That's just, it, like, that's mumbo-jumbo that they want to make sure cut? that the fans... Does it cut? Wait! You're telling me that. And then he presses it. You're again. trying to tell me that Star Wars is not fiction. Oh no, that's it's space fantasy. It's not science fiction. I just mean, if they want us to believe these can't be made, they would have to know they can't be made. I want my staff to shoot lasers now, please. <laughs> anyway, I guess your staff is becoming a blaster as well. Yeah, you can have it shoot lasers. That's no problem. But like I told you lasers. I knew someone that could hook you guys up, but you didn't believe me. Yeah, just give me... You busy tomorrow night? Uh... Maybe. Bring me over if you want, or... Yeah, come by around 6. Okay, yeah. We'll swing by around then, and then maybe afterwards go... Hang out at Cody's. Okay. Yeah. You live on a farm. Wait, Jeepa though. <laughs> I also feel like it's one of those like hang out at Cody's, and then just like a really intense stare. Like we're obviously not going to hang out at. Yes, Cody's. that that was the that was the implication. <laughs> this is a me moment, not a Luciana moment. Jeepa's cookies are still riding good right now. Yeah. Oh, uh, she's like, oh shit. Theo, look, she just had some one of the cookies. Uh, eat all of it. And with that, he says, I will eat this as a celebration after I fix the wand. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, hour goes as, by. As soon as Fabrizio is, like, distracted in his work, uh, Caleb, like, tries to huddle everyone up. Uh, he's like, didn't tell me that like Fabrizio was this brilliant. I told you guys I had someone that could hook you up. I don't know how much more clear I could be. You could have said like you can literally make lightsabers. I didn't think I had to get that specific. That's incredible tech that's literally not available anywhere else. When you said a hookup, I thought you meant like military grade equipment. Military, fuck those guys. Okay, okay, but anyway, anyway, that's not the point of this huddle. The point of this huddle is we said that we should not tell anyone about the alien. But if we should tell anyone about the alien, I think it's the brilliant dude who can already make lightsabers. <sighs> she'll make a group, she'll go to the group chat and say, 
vote to tell my really uh, smart tech uncle about the alien. <laughs> so Cody's included in this. Cody's on a motorcycle. There's a difference between texting and driving in a car. I didn't know if he had already gotten home. It's like, okay. Uh, yeah, because yeah, the glasses have already hour. been done. Yeah, so. yeah the glass yeah. is finished, Cody. Cody has no signal at home, really. <laughs> it's fine. Well, you know what? I Cody, tried. Cody, you, got, yeah, yeah, you have it, 3G it, out there. You have LTE. Like, you, you mm -hmm. can still get it. It's yeah. just like if somebody sends you a picture, you have to like still find the good angle for it to download in less than a half yeah. hour. Yeah, climb the cl climb the like windmill yeah. tower thing, hold yeah. it up. The the text will actually say, uh, "Vote yes or no to tell my smart tech uncle about," and then there's just a bug emoji. Uh, I add an addendum of who can literally make lightsabers. <laughs> Why? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess a day, just a, a, a thumbs up emoji comes back. <sighs> okay. Hey, Theo. Hmm. Uh, so, like, I... Okay. So, I lied to you. I did drive here. Yeah, that sounds uh, good. I know. I, I, I drove here, though, because I'm all healed up. I'm going to call bullshit on you. Don't you my ribs. think it's a little strange that I asked you to make a exact replica pair of my glasses? No, he that just aren't he doesn't question my request, really. No. Do you understand the kind of things that Miha makes that that Luz makes me make for her? Obviously not. Okay, Caleb, uh, I got I got this. I got like her whole oh like helmet, leather getup. You're looking at the designer. Poke my ribs, Theo. Okay. But if this moves any one of them out of place, you have to you, explain that to Tia. You went to you went to tech med school, whatever school you went to, you can check if my ribs are broken. I, <laughs> I don't going know to med tech to. and going to actual medical school are two different <laughs> things entirely. Fine. He goes to poke. Nothing. Look, and she'll kind of, like, do the whole, like, twisty thing. Uh, I'm healed up. And, like, look at those glasses, like, the real glasses. Look in them. He does, and, like, puts them on, like, whenever anyone's like, oh, let me see what your glasses are. He puts them on, and then just immediately, like, mm -mm. like, yeah, oh, he's no. Really Caleb, Those... read that poster over there. And she'll point to one in, like, the far point part of the room. Yeah, I, I, like, perfectly read it out. Doesn't need the glasses anymore. Does this have something to do with the uh, sun going zoom zoom? Nope. So, well, well, sort I, of, but... The reason I'm telling you this is because it does not have to do with my powers or any of my friends. We got healed by... This is going to sound really strange, and I promise it's not because I'm high. We, we got you healed You still shouldn't by... have been driving. I have mastered the art of driving high, okay? You are a teenager. I'm fine. <laughs> uh, 
Um, we 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 met an extraterrestrial. I know this sounds crazy, and they were able to heal us. Now, part of their tech is being used to create what I had you research, which is why there were chemicals that you could not identify. But they weren't doing it on purpose. Someone stole their ship. And I can see, I can know, I can see your face. Um, they asked us help to get their shit back so they can go home. And in return, they're helping us, uh, they helped us heal up. And are helping us get more information. Now, the only reason I'm telling you this is because if you have met them, you could have really cool alien tech. Imagine the things you could make. Thank you for following Pop Culture Cal. <laughs> GB, would you like to show what happens when somebody follows on the channel? Bong. You know, it's hard to find a pile of weapons in a pile of, or a weapon in a pile of weapons. Uh, anyway, I take this mall and I hit that guy in the face. Oh, that's Ooh. so good. Oh, too hard. One. There we there go. There we go. Yay. Yay. That one's for you, Pop Culture Cal. Um, so, Fabrizio, like, as you're saying this, so you're telling me aliens exist. Yes. Yes. What did he look like? Like, was it like one of the greys? He's a he's an insectoid. Yes. He's like a he's like a, a five on the scale of like humanoid. Like he's he's like vaguely humanoid at this where point. Did he's you like, meet him? Like at the hot dog stand? He's literally in living in the myth. Underneath the myth. It has been since the Green Sun incident, which he is what brought his me shit down. My phone. Like, he, he, they're, like, so cool. They, like, got into my phone and, like, sent me a message and, like... It was really, My phone opened up like, a tree? Yeah. I could take you there. I know it sounds ridiculous, but we are of sound mind. Like, this just happened and we're still kind of processing it ourselves. We literally just came here from there. I stopped at my house and then, you know. I am making a very solemn Rainbow Maiden promise. <laughs> and he just like, like, looks back and forth from the three of you. What am I supposed to? Okay, so I know he lives underground in in the in the forest I, in the middle I of town. I could ask them if they would like to have someone over that also knows about tech, and you two could talk, and you could get some new information or like alien tech. And you can make even cooler sh shit. Do not make promises you cannot keep. I am being look out. <laughs> they're, they're gonna take out their phone and just text them. 
Hey, uh, would you like to speak with uh, uh, one of uh, with a human that is uh, very well um, educated in the tech a of wizard? Would you like to speak to a human who is very well versed in technology of of Earth or Earth technology? Um. The response that you get back is, would they be able to repair my vessel? <laughs> she, she looks to Fabricio, looks at the phone. Probably. I think while you're texting, uh, Caleb has like brought over the like fate pen. He's like, this looks like a vape pen and charger. This is actually a hacking device that he made for me. Honestly, I know this part is just making me look more insane, but like, we're gonna plug this in in Sedesco so that he can get us blueprints of a facility. The place you told me that's making the drugs. And he just like. I was really hoping you wouldn't tell him that part, Caleb. But it was us all now, you know. You cannot tell the others. Oh, you think that your T and I are just going to be sitting for an after-work nightcap and just, oh, by the way, did you know Luciana found an alien in the woods? <laughs> I don't know what you guys talking about. I knew you were reasonable. Nightcap? <laughs> it depends how many nightcaps you guys have together. Yeah, and you want to know what usually happens whenever I bring up anything science fiction or sci science fantasy related? What? I get the biggest eye roll I've ever seen, and then we talk about something else. Oh. Like, we're friends, we share mutual hobbies, but obviously, like, there are certain hobbies that I don't need to tell her about. Okay. Like, meeting an actual bona fide alien. Yeah. They, they, I, I'm, I'm, what I'm sensing from them is like, if you could help repair their ship, they would gladly meet with you. I don't You're even getting... know where to begin. If they have like a blueprint or well, that's why you gotta meet. That's what you got to uh, That's where Theo, you are you telling me you're going to pass up? I'm not going to pass up the opportunity on this. What I'm just saying is, it's like, if I go in and this alien is like, oh, if you replace, if you help me fix my ship, we can hang out. And then I don't end up doing it. Is he going to, like, eat my brain or something? Like, no. I don't know anything about this guy. You don't know. Do you know anything about this guy? I mean, he seems like very reasonable. Uh, and he seems like, as long as you gave an honest effort, he would probably just appreciate yeah. it. He seemed more like the hot dog and slushy type of guy. But, a hot dog alien. and slushy alien. bug alien. He literally had hot dog wrappers and slushies in the <laughs> in their bunkers. This is like E.T. Have you heard know, about the cooler. trash man? The guy who comes in front of my house that I pay... No, 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 no. no. My uh, trash every you're gonna week. confuse it more, Caleb. Okay, anyway, sorry. Never mind. I'll just... <laughs> I'll drop that. Okay, okay, how... Yes. I will okay. meet this alien bug man. 
person. Person. I will try. I don't even know if they have them. I will just. You know what? I, I will, I will meet this alien. I I will meet this alien bug. I will help fix their ship if necessary. If possible. I can I can fabricate a lot of things with these machines, but fixing something like a spaceship. That is a tall order. And I don't know how soon it will be done. Well, we have to find it first. Even better. I will do my best. I guess. Listen, you talk to him. You'll get to know about the ship. And if it sounds like something that you're possibly able to do, you can say yes. I didn't say yes on your part. I said probably. Because I know you and you're like super smart. What, you just have him on your cell phone or something? I do, yeah. What the hell? <laughs> He's just yeah. like... I gave him a cell phone so we could contact him. Yeah. Your kids are something else. I will give you that. So, like... Do you want me to set up, like, a... Like, yes! Party? Okay! Why have you not done this already? Luciano <laughs> <laughs> will text, like, when can you meet? I'll drop him off. Um, yeah, we'll say that, uh, Thran, uh, he's, like, he's, he's down to hang out whenever. It's not like he has a whole lot going on <laughs> yeah. at the moment. Um, how about, um, when we're done with these classes, Caleb, I'll drop you off at the gas station. I'll drop you off at, uh, uh, Midgrove, or you can follow me to Midgrove, Theo. Um, and I'll let you into the secret hideout. And then I'll drop Aurora off. I'm going to say this in the vote of confidence. You are not going to drop me off in the forest in the middle of the night so I can go meet a bug alien by myself <laughs> in a secret hideout inside of a tree. Okay, I'll drop you off tomorrow and I'll go with you. Thank you. At least for this initial meeting. Okay, Theo. We'll be there tomorrow. <laughs> Just text a friend. There is a... there. Like, you just get a smiley face emoji back. I mean, they know how to use emojis. Or... Because it's from an old phone, it would be an emoticon, but he yeah. includes the, like, dash for the nose. Oh. Oh my god, he's Satan. What? <laughs> Sorry. The other one. Excuse me? There's more than one. Uh, so, let's, uh, let's fast yeah, play this paper. a little bit. Uh, mm -hmm. so, we will do all of the ride sharing, um... Mm -hmm. Fabrizio is down to meet Thran. Yes. I will say, uh, after Caleb, uh, after Luciana drops off Caleb, she'll look to her and say, are you okay staying by yourself at your place? With everything that's going on. You're muted. Oh. Uh, I mean... You know, it's 
no worse than normal, I guess. I've yeah, always like... been alone. Okay, that sounds like really sad. Um, well, no, I don't. <sighs> I don't mean it like that. I'm just saying there's like literal villains after us. And your address is not specifically like secret. You can stay at my place if you want. The couch is a pull-out couch. If it would make you more comfortable, then fine. That's... I'm just saying. It's your decision. No, no, I can tell. I can tell. You're worried about me. I'll push you out of this moving vehicle. You wouldn't. Reaches over, opens the car door. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you feel fine and you think nothing's going to happen, I'm just, I'm only a little worried. See, there you go. Was that so hard to admit? Yes. I'll stay with you. Okay. You can go and pack a bag and... Go back. Okay. Okay. Just turns up the music. <laughs> Inter internal lesbian scream. Turns up the music to cover the sound of the just like do 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 do. Why is Tegan and Sarah playing? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Excellent. Um, so yeah. Cody, uh happy pride, everybody. Uh happy pride, everyone. Yeah, so Cody, you end up getting home. G Pa's been asleep for a while, thankfully. Uh no harm, no foul on that one. Um Caleb, you end up getting home. Um, your brother is awake, he's in the kitchen. Uh, he smells a little funky fresh, uh, if you know what I mean. But, I mean, he probably just got, got done smoking and you see that there is, like, a Costco pizza in the oven that he is currently waiting to destroy as soon as it is ready for him. Um, do you let him know uh, what the current plan is? Which is that you need him to put this alien cigarette inside of a USB drive. Yeah, but I think uh, Caleb's going to walk into the kitchen and be like, hey, bro, I know you're super high. How could you tell? <laughs> Don't tell mom. And his eyes are just like clearly red. He's looking through me. Yeah. Right <laughs> He's looking at, like the direction where noise came from. He is looking in that direction. Yeah. Uh. I think if I give you less information this time, it's safer for you. Oh shit, but that sounds dangerous. He puts, like, down the, the, like, vape pen. If you could charge that on a computer that had access to the Sedesco central processing, like, server, uh, it would be pretty sick. 
just for like. Would he have told me how much time it needs? Um, he did not. As it seems like time was almost irrelevant for him since he's been since Thran has been stuck here for so long. Um, but based off of the speed that you saw other things going at, it probably doesn't need to be in there for more than a minute. For like sixty seconds. Yeah, I could definitely do that. <laughs> the best big bro and he just gives you a thumbs up and then there's a like the beeping just, oh shit pizza like he goes over oven mitts pulls it out sets it to cool um and then uh he'll just ask if you want to just hang out he said he's got like he has orientation tomorrow uh for the new job and then uh, on Monday, he has to go back to school to finish out the semester, but still willing to hang. Yeah. I'll, I'll hang out for a bit. Yeah. And which is great because as much as his, uh, as much as your brother can currently eat, he was not able to eat everything. Uh, there are like two slices that are left and you're more than welcome to have those or at least like try and like eat fast enough that your sibling can't eat all of the food. Uh, that sort of thing. Um, but thankfully goes by without a hitch. Um, so then um, moving on to the, into the next day. It is Sunday, thankfully. Uh, this has been a very eventful weekend uh, for your group. Um, Yes, Caleb. Before I go to bed, can I check if I have work tomorrow? Yes, uh, you do not. You usually work Saturdays. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Big, big oops on that one uh, from the day before. But thankfully, you do not have work. Um, and you are able to, uh, all of you are able to rest relatively well. Aurora on a pullout couch. That's obviously, uh, or at least like you are attempting to sleep on the pullout couch, whether or not that is where you end your night. Up to the players. You <laughs> shall know in Nights in the Courtyard. <laughs> Nights in the Courtyard. But uh, rolling into the next day, uh, Cody, you get all of your stuff together. You head into town. Um Caleb, you also, like, get your bike, you're heading into town, uh, and Luciana and Aurora, uh, you are already in town waiting for your friends to arrive, you, uh, take Fabrizio to meet Thran, uh, your new alien friend, and then the goal is to head to the facility out of town? Uh. Was it the, where the... It's not the same place where we saw that lightning, right? Yeah, that was the same place yeah. that you saw so, the yeah. lightning where you believe the drugs are being manufactured. Yeah. Okay. So as you all hop into uh, hop into Aftershock's Jeep, or no, not Jeep, into uh, your truck that is, again, cramped for the boys in back, um, and Girls begin... Girls in the front, boys in back. <laughs> obviously. And begin heading down the road. Uh, can, can Cody, like, 
pick G Paw's motorcycle up and just like put it. Oh in the back. yeah. Oh yeah. For yeah, sure. For sure. <laughs> it's one of those like you look around, make sure no one's watching. Junk. Like yeah. just like it's like lifting a backpack at this point. It's really not too difficult at all. And as the four of you are in this truck heading off towards the facility, that is where we are going to call it for tonight's session. So I would like to say thank you to everybody who decided to stop on by and join us for this wonderful session of Masks the Green Sun. Thank you all so much for coming by. I love having these players on this channel. Things are ramping up. We're getting into the thick of it. It's going to be great. So speaking of things that are great, Kylan, where can I find you? What do you do? Hey, y'all. I'm Kylan, otherwise known as Kyle with an N. Uh, you can catch me at that username on Twitter as well as Twitch. Uh, Twitter, I mostly uh, shitpost. But on Twitch, uh, Tuesday night, 6 p.m. EST, I am usually playing video games. Right now, I am playing through Fire Emblem Three Houses, having a grand old time with that. Uh, just finished experiencing some sads with that one. Yay! Um, <laughs> other than that, uh, you can find me here on Thursdays. Um, I'm also available in some YouTube videos that you can find on the Jabroni TV YouTube channel. Uh, right now we are doing our Pokemon Showdown tournament, uh, which was organized and edited by friend of the channel, CyberWolfTova1. Um, so yeah, check that out. And, uh, also there might be some new content coming soon. Ooh. Um... So yeah, uh, stick around for that. Um, if you like podcasts, I'm in a couple of those as well. Uh, if you're looking for more actual play content, uh, I am in Cape Lorelei, which is an Urban Shadows uh, actual play podcast done by Off the Table. And I've featured a few crossover episodes in Isido Beach. Um, that's available on Spotify and iTunes. If you're interested in me getting drunk and talking about the games I play in and other things with Cyberwolf1201 again, then you can listen to Let's Talk About It, where I already gave away what it's about. So <laughs> um, that's available on anchor.fm or you can check out um, the YouTube as well. Uh, it's under Connor's YouTube channel. Um, so yeah, that's me. Gray Beard of Tavern, and you can catch me here on Thursday nights, uh, no matter what it is. And uh, um, on Sunday, 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 you can see me on Graybeard Tavern on Twitch, where I uh, I do variety streaming. We're still playing Griftlands, and uh, that's a space RPG animated comic book with cards uh as is is the uh uh medium and then you can catch me on tuesdays where uh me and lantern noir take our 80 plus years of gaming experience and talk about uh different gaming topics and sometimes not gaming topics like of course on the 25th of may which is the real star wars day uh we talked about star wars uh anyway um and then again back here on thursdays that's it for me gb 
Hi everyone, my name is Satan and you can find me here on uh, Thursdays and you can also find me over at Valdria this Saturday at 4.30 p.m. EST for our finale of Dragon Age and we will be coming back with a third season of it uh, right after a break. Uh, if you like Dragon Age and you like Horny on Main because we all know Dragon Age is just a dating sim. Uh, that is the game for you. Um, and right after that, um, not this Saturday, but next Saturday at 8 o'clock p.m. EST, um, I will be back at Plot Hunters. We'll be starting our new season. Uh, so if you like supporting uh, spaces that are all POC and all LGBTQIA+, come check us out. And then Sunday mornings. Um, 10 a.m. EST, I am over at the Habgoblin, DMing, um, DM words are really hard for me right now, uh, <laughs> DMing, uh, show, uh, a D&D &D game, uh, that's, uh, in my homebrew world with uh, a few of my friends, and then exactly 12 hours later, you can find me at 10, uh, p.m. EST back here playing Rhyme of the Frost Maiden, um, where I play my buff, uh, I was gonna say Barbarian Bay, but actually not a barbarian bay buff uh eldritch knight goliath 100% kobe beef um and you can also find me on twitter alice Avant. my ad is down there i do i'm an artist i do art um i also have a few slots open for commissions i'm mainly focusing right now on these really really pretty like soft vintage black and white portraits of your ocs your dnd characters or any other ttrpg character if you check out my pin post you'll see a few of them that i've done I'm um, currently doing a few for some friends, uh, but if you'd like to commission me, uh, that would be great, because I am a college student. <laughs> That's me. Boy, do I have great news for all of you. There is a limited time sale going on, and for the low, low price of just your soul, if you act fast, I could be your boy, Reeves underscore bot, also known as Reeves. Uh, you can find me at... <laughs> Uh, Reeves underscore bot on Twitter, where I post the most brilliant jokes that mankind has ever seen. Uh, and then sometimes uh, about my stream, or maybe the ratio is the other way around. Uh, and then on Sundays, uh, I stream on my channel, twitch.tv slash Reeves underscore bot. Uh, the Super Sultan Brothers Super Sunday Show, where I play with a variety of my friends, uh, various multiplayer games. Currently, uh, my most common uh, co-host, Tom and I are playing through Revenant from the Ashes, which is super fun so far. We're actually having a great time. It's way better than I thought it would be. Uh, we, we Last time we spent like an hour and a half trying to fight like double moonlight butterfly, basically, on a narrow bridge with laser beams that can knock you back and you can fall off and die. And it was, ah, it was so frustrating. But we got through it and we felt like mighty adventurers. Uh, so if you want to feel like a mighty adventurer with us, just tune in on Sundays from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, otherwise, I'm here on Thursdays doing this wonderful thing with these wonderful people. That's me. And if you've made it this far, you probably already know who I am. But if you don't, hey, Acorns, what's up? It's me, your buddy, your pal, your friend, the Indoor Adventurer, the showrunner here at twitch.tv slash Indoor Adventures. We do shows like this on Monday and Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, as well as on Sundays at 7 o'clock p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And this is your first time joining us. You can go to youtube.com slash Indoor Adventures to check up on all of the VODs of each of the games that we have played, including full playthroughs of a variety of D&D &D games, as well as a future of a multitude of other tables. 
tabletop games as well. We're looking to kind of expand out of D&D, not because we don't like the game, but because I, as a person, want to experience more tabletop role-playing games. And the easiest way to do that is to convince four of my friends to play with me uh, for an extended period of time. So you got that to look forward to. Uh, but speaking of things to look forward to, we are going to be going into our Patreon-supported after show called Nights in the Courtyard, where we answer questions not only from each other, but also from the community. So if you have any questions that you wanted to ask myself or any of these other fine folk, the easiest way to do that now, of course, is to join us on our Discord. The link can be found in the Twitch chat to the side or in the link or... Uh, or in the description of this video or audio cast down below. So with that, I would like to say once again, thank you to everybody who decided to stop on by and join us for this wonderful adventure in masks. Thank you to these players for putting up with my bullshit once again this week. And we'll see all of you guys next time. All right, everybody. Bye-bye.